0: Hello and welcome to Wild Commuting. I'm your host, Priyanka Deo, and here is this week's episode Stalking when the male is the victim. Stalking is defined as conduct towards an individual that would cause a reasonable person to feel fear. According to the National Center for Victims of Crime, approximately 7.5 million people are stalked in one year in the United States. 7.5 million people. Victims suffer extreme and damaging emotional and even physical abuse, including the feeling of not knowing what will happen next, fear of stalking not stopping, severe depression, anxiety, and insomnia. These factors contribute to victims losing more workdays on average and result in lower performance in both their professional and personal spheres of life. Male victims face even more impacts, especially men of color. One victim, who preferred to keep his identity confidential, was very candid about his story. In his case, it was a relationship that turned ugly.
1: I think the person I was in the relationship with um, could not accept the fact that we weren't together and really tried to make my life hell. And I, part of some of the poor decision making was my trying to internalize those things to keep those things to myself and not sort of seek uh, help because I didn't want to embarrass myself by people. Knowing my business per se, but I, I mean, I was in a situation where honestly, I felt um, that my safety was was threatened. Um, and some of it's my fault, right? So you know, I, you know, when you break up with someone, you should be broken up with a person. But we broke up, and there were times when you know we still basically you know had you know we were intimate or whatnot. And you know, when you're young, that that you know sort of impacts how if a person feels like we're gonna get back together or not. And you no know, so there wasn't a clean separation
0: although about 1 in 5 victims are stalked by strangers 25% of all female victims and 44% of all male victims are stalked by either an acquaintance or by a current or former partner
1: i you know i went to a very pretty dark place honestly i mean i, I think I, there were some times when you know i stayed in the apartment that i lived in for sometimes a week, a week, a couple of weeks or whatever, just and, and never would come out. And, and and there's implications, right? If you don't leave your place, and that means you're also not going to class.
0: The victim, identifying himself as an African-American male, also had to deal with the negative stigma and rumors associated with being a man and being the victim on a college campus that caused embarrassment and even more emotional damage.
1: People automatically assumed that I was, I was wrong, like I was the person wrong, and um, and 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 that was some frustration there. That's hurtful, you know. I remember, you know, having a conversation with someone. The first thing he said was, you know, you should be ashamed of yourself or something like that. And it's like, like wow, <laughs> you know, um, you know, because people <laughs> make these assumptions that you know you're you're the male, so you're,
0: even his school faculty had their doubts and made that apparent when he tried to seek help from school administrators. This is a very common problem when a man comes out as being the one that is stopped. But people sort of still are
1: stuck in old fashioned ways. There's a way that the the, the quote unquote man is supposed to act and supposed to behave. And I found myself sort of on the opposite end of that. I was like, you know, the, the gentleman in the relationship with the lady who was the one who was, was the one that felt scared, right, or threatened. And even that, you know, people start saying all kinds of things like, you know, you know, making you feel like you're quote unquote not a man or uh, all this kind of stuff. It makes makes me feel angry to a certain degree that we never really think about the fact that men can possibly be in situations where they're the person who feels threatened or abused mentally or physically. Um, and, and so there's not, not attention in place there. I think in certain situations people would make incorrect assumptions because if you ever hear a situation of, of a poor relationship, you don't really think of it as as you know the the female being that person. It makes makes me feel embarrassed because you know I know that people are talking about these things and and and, and scared. You know just uh you know when when does it stop? And uh, fortunately, you know things stop. But you know it, it definitely took it, it took me to some really hard places emotionally before
0: that. It isn't that easy to get help. Victims have to deal with several issues when being weary of a stalker.
1: If if you're not careful, I mean, a couple things, right? You know, either a person can basically be pushed to the point it's like, well, you know, if if we can't be together, then we're not going to be here at all and can resort to, uh, you know, sort of physical violence and and the ultimate end of folks who are pushing that. And then even the, the victim, in some cases, might snap. So like if you don't, you know, if you're not taking care of your mental health, you know, the victim can actually be pushed. And, and, and I think those are some of the, the things that can happen, you know, if, if you don't take care of yourself. Like you can snap and, and it can manifest itself in various ways, right? If, you know, a person can drink themselves to and blackout. You can be pushed to harm yourself, to harm others. Or the other person in circumstance may eventually say that if we can't be together, then I'm going to make sure that no one else can be for you either. But so you got to also think about the fact that if you don't take care of these situations now, they can have lasting impacts or they can end your life if you, you don't take care of it.
0: It is absolutely imperative to get help from anyone that can help you. I
1: would you know, speak up, look for look for ally, an ally. Definitely understand that whoever it is, that they're not alone and they're not the first person. and unfortunately they won't be the last person swallow your pride. Sometimes we're too macho, masculine, and think that we can need help, but you need know, to swallow that pride because you have no idea like how bad the situation can escalate. You don't do anything. There were times when I needed to make sure that I documented things that happened.
0: Today, the victim attained his college degree and is completely free of the situation because of the support from officials and his mother.
1: Mother is very instrumental and just. She came up at one point um, unannounced, and she really saw me at pretty much almost the the bottom that she, she came, and she, she took me home. And I was home, in my hometown, for about a week. I, I called, emailed professors to basically say that I'm sorry I, I just need to be
0: home. This episode and this conversation is special to me because this issue is far more prevalent than one may think all over college campuses and even in workplaces. For this reason, I want to personally thank our guest today for sharing his story and experiences with us so candidly. If this is happening to you and you cannot go to obvious sources like the police, always have protection in and around you, for example, pepper spray, and go to your local church social group, or find a trusted person who can call an official for you. As my guest stated, this issue is more common than you think, and you are not alone. Bottom line, if you are being stalked or suspect that you are, go and get help. That concludes this week's episode. Many thanks to our guest today once again for sharing his story. Be sure to subscribe and share this podcast. On behalf of the Wild Commuting team, this is Priyanka Deo, signing off.